1: Good morning,
2: afternoon, kind of mid-morning, whatever this is. I don't know. We're well-rested, though. That's all that matters. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. We're going to join in on the Bears press conference already in progress as we've got Ryan uh, Poles currently up to speak at the podium. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page as we get ready to break this thing down uh, and hear what they're talking about here. Let's go to the press conference already in progress.
0: Yeah, well, first I've been through change before. Kansas City so I've been through that process of uh, adjusting grade skill grade scales and values and how people communicate and the type of reports that have been submitted and how they've gone through all-star games so I feel like I adapt really well Uh, I will say this I I was uh, very happy with the group of scouts that we have right now the meetings we're incredible, and before we broke, I told them all how proud I was. Because as a new gym, you come in, you are like, "All right, you are evaluating them, you are evaluating the evaluators." And at the end of it, the thing that stood out to me is there is a group of really, really good people that worked really hard this fall to gather the information. Now, my style was a little bit different. Our meeting structure was different. Where, as I said in the press conference, it was it was a culture of candor. It's open. We watch tape. We have order in the way that we watch the tape. Um, But after that, everyone can speak their mind. And if I see something different than you, then I bring it up to the room and we work through it. And you can tell me where you saw it different and we'll go find it. So that group effort, I think, was refreshing to everyone. And and again, I can't speak more highly of the group that we had in the room. I'm excited. And, um, you know, we'll continue to evaluate. But I was I was pumped about that. You talked, you talked after you were hired about your desire to raise the standard. I'm yep. curious specifically what that means to you and how far reaching it has to be throughout the organization for you to get done what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of scouting or everything? everything? I mean, you, you brought yeah. up
1: multiple times about raising a bar and, and setting a new standard.
0: Yeah, it's, it's doing things the right way, which oftentimes are hard. It's hard to do things the right way. Um, I talked about putting the performance team together, you know, we're going to take uh body fat and weight really, really, really serious. And it's going to be held to a certain standard because we know if we get guys to follow that. And once they see that they're going to perform better, they're going to play better for us as a team, and they're going to be more successful as an individual. And eventually we hope then you take your hands off and the accountability becomes within the locker room. So I think that's big with the players in terms of the scouting. It, comes to car- character gathering, information gathering on the players that we're looking at. Uh, we need to know everything so that we're prepared when those players come into the building, we can make sure they're taught the right way, the nutrition is set up the right way. Uh, our coaches are aware of how they learn best. So again, it just comes down to really setting in stone what we want and then following through on that. Right, in Kansas City, you guys had some drafts where you didn't have a ton of picks. Obviously, going into this one, you guys I have to go in, no first round pick. How does that change or affect the way you approach draft? You don't have the first round pick, you don't have a ton of picks going in. Yeah, I don't think it changes much. Um, obviously, you want a lot of picks, but that's just, you know, the hand we were dealt. Um, and we'll be open minded on how we can create more picks. Um, and we'll be smart about that. It just really changes the focus a little bit of maximizing, like I said, that second, third wave of free agency and making sure that we get the right type of players in. Because I don't want to get away from you talk about a standard. I don't want to get away from bringing the right type of players in and really setting that culture and making sure the core is strong and guys are motivated, they're playing hard, but they're playing together. And I feel like if we can start that and then bring in that talent if it's five picks, six picks, whatever it might be. Then I think we can start to build from that. Yep. I'm assuming that you're going to be looking. You to see the same way. How you kind of characterize the traits, like a couple traits that we're for as a Bears player? Yeah, it's guys that are passionate about football. They're about the team. They want to win. Um, they're motivated. They have a purpose. What's good, MD team? Um, they're tough. They're physical. All of those things that we're looking for. You're just we've joining us. We just you're right. We've, we've tagged the guys. Listening to Ryan Poles you know, at the podium right here, now, Bears, um, new GM. College draft board. But also that going back to just making sure we do a good job gathering information. You only have five, five picks. But those evaluations end up going light all light over light the league, the but they page. come back to you in free agency. So if you've identified those with Bears fits even years now and then that shows up years from now, that sticks with you. And obviously through the seasons and watching football and talking and gathering information, you'll know if that Bears fit truly stayed with them all the way through. Right, I mean, when you have a young coach, especially in kind the of, how does that affect your approach heading into – the off-season plan, the player acquisition period when you have this opportunity with, both with right now, not just yeah about. I think it just gives you the ability to do more to, to help uh, build the entire roster. The other thing is just always keeping in mind guys that can help him and how he can help them as well but it's the support for that player what, you know what does he play well with what is what does the offense need for him to perform well? Um, and also looking at historical information of what has helped second-year quarterbacks be successful as well, so all of that comes into play. Right after yeah. cool. you saw you, you hadn't quite had the time to deep dive into what was already in, in Chicago, like on the roster. And yeah, I guess specifically with the offense. What did you see? I mean, were, were there areas where you pleasantly surprised? Were you disappointed? Did you feel like there's more holes than you thought? What, what was your evaluation of all that? Yeah, I mean, uh, bright spot was was Mooney. And then, just you know, as guys have come in to work out, we've had the opportunity just to introduce each other, and and he stopped in, and I was like really blown away by the person. Um, so that was a bright Likes spot. Likes Darnell Mooney. That's you a know, good sign. The running back situation's good. Um, you know, RB room good. Good offensive linemen as well. It's just continuing to tweak that, and making sure we get everyone that's fit and and um, and in the right spots. So that was a pleasant surprise Hmm.
2: when Hmm. he says in the right spot, does that mean there could be some movement at that position? Are they going to move, uh, 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 some linemen into original positions there? Yeah, I
0: think it's communication. It's, you know, establishing that, you know, things are going to be a little bit different. Um, and that's a that's a tough one to answer specifically, but I think it's more of a, a fresh start for everyone. I think through our moves and the staff we've put together, I think it shows that. You know, I'm not there right now, um, so we're just going to keep working through that. Ron, did you have any further evaluation of Dustin Field? Mm-hmm. And then you watched a further evaluation of what you like about him on the field? Yeah, that evaluation really. You know, I spent enough time with him uh, watching the tape that hasn't really changed from the press conference other than, again, meeting him in person. And I think there's something about the guy that's the stoic kind of feel you get from him and serious and locked in and focused, and he's ready to go. Um, so I think there's a high ceiling, and again, it's just putting him in position to succeed and seeing how high that that ceiling is. And our coaches are excited about him too, which is which is really cool. Can you look at things and said, uh, "This is where I can put him in a better position to succeed." that you mentioned a couple of times, like you see places where like, this is what we have to. do? Yeah, and you can see it through different flashes of tape. I think there was a couple of plays in like the San Francisco game, him moving out of the pocket and throwing with control and his bases set. So a lot of it's fundamental too, but then just allowing him to make those throws that he's really good at. And down the like road. I mentioned before, it's just wherever he has struggled, it's just cleaning that area up, and we'll see if we can close the gap and get him to a place where you know we can win a lot of football games.
1: I to follow up on that. You talked about
0: supporting him with O-line help and adding talent to the skills position. I'm curious what your immediate goals are for those two things and, and how you sort of set a realistic bar for, for the first cycle, right, of going through and replenishing that. I'm yeah, sure. it, it's just – Finding players that that fit our scheme that allow us to be balanced, I think that's that's important. And then, as I mentioned before, just a playmaker piece—you know, guys that can make plays. So, I think a lot of the the really good quarterbacks, especially the young ones, when things go crazy, who can they go to that they trust and that's dependable that can make plays. So, we're just trying to keep an eye on that as well. What was it about your interaction with him that struck you? Just uh, he's got a quiet confidence about him. Um, and he's hungry to be special. I'm always looking for guys that, like, they just keep rising, they keep raising their own bar in terms of where they want to go. And that, he wants to be special, and you can feel that in him. And I think we've all been around people that, like, they just they want to be the absolute best that they can be. And it's contagious, and it, it gives you energy. It gives you hope that, you know, well, really, and it shows me we got to keep getting guys like that and keep adding them to the roster. Because if everyone has that mentality and they start pushing each other, then all of a sudden the team starts to raise the bar and the standard and make, you know, then it's wins and it's the division and then it's going for championships. Did you Ryan, look we at? we got time for a couple year. more guys. Did you look at Mooney at all last year in the draft, like, in your own evaluations? And I guess why do you think he kind of did better than where he ended up? Right? I guess that was, yeah. It's hard to answer that. Yeah. Um, it's hard to answer that. But again, I think it's his mindset that he came in here and attacked the process and didn't care where he came from or where he was drafted and just played ball. And, and we saw that he's got a lot of talent.
3: Right.
1: right. So right. you mm-hmm. when You talk about a fresh start for everybody for the roster. Is it easier for you to evaluate with, with calculation a roster that you don't have the attachment to? You you need to develop these guys. You can invest draft
0: capital. Is it easier for you to just look at it with clear eyes when you don't have prior attachment to anybody on the roster? Yeah, I that's I th- – I would say that's probably true. Um, you see it for what it is, and some of the biases and some of the opinions um, from the past don't water down your evaluations, and you just you see it for what the tape is telling.
1: Ryan, you mentioned taking a historical look at how second-year quarterbacks have been helped yeah. in the offseason. What did you guys find when you, when you took a look at that?
0: It's the dependability piece. It's you know sometimes it can be a solid receiver, sometimes it can be you know a second tight end, sometimes it's a big outside. There's just a there's a relationship piece that they can go to that they trust, that they work with all off season, um, that they get that connection with that allows them. It's almost like they get battled out with that guy, and uh, I think it's important. Are there specific guys you can tell us about? Just when you looked at other teams over the years. You know, were that dependability pieces? Uh Not specifically. No. The last one talked to, Matty, was about uh, his defense. Well, they said one more yeah. question. This that man that got in 15 more you
2: questions. questions. What's that game of the like if you enter this player acquisition period
0: with terms of your what you look for players and then matching them up with what he wants for his defense? Yeah, it's it's aligned. And everything he said in his presser is is exactly the way that he wants it. And uh you can see that from where he came from. But it's it's fast physical. It's it's guys that attack, um, relentless. They have endurance. that can do it for a long period of time. So, um, and that's pretty easy to see on tape. Um, not a, not that there's a ton of them everywhere, but those guys stand out because they play with a different mindset. Can you
2: learn anything in the
0: interview process with some of these guys that, that can tell you a little more about that? You know, what is passion for football? Things like that. Yeah. Things you look for this week when you're interviewing prospects. Yeah, yeah, and. You get a feel for the person, and there's almost like when I said I met Mooney, like there's guys that when they sit down, they have just a different way about them and the way they describe how they play and why they play the game, what motivates them. So that's what I'm looking for is that substance behind the player of, like, why do I do something really hard every day? Why do I practice hard? Why do I want to be special? Uh, Because that's what sets a lot of these players apart. They don't just go play. They have intent on why they play the game.
2: Scott, yep. this is ryan poles gm of the chicago bears and we're gonna have matt Eberflus coming up here in a minute um just listening in there early first off shout out to y'all for pulling up man hit that like button subscribe to the page as we break this down i believe there's supposed to be uh matt Eberflus coming in it says ryan poles nfl scouting combine press conference might just be ryan poles um Here's here's the 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 thing that I I like what I hear from them. Uh and appreciate you guys for pulling up, showing love to the channel, man. Uh hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Stefan Dine in the building. What's going on with you? Uh apparently that's the end of that. We'll see if we get uh Iber up. If we do, we'll uh we'll be breaking that down as well. Um Biggest thing I like to hear is that they're being proactive about finding people to benefit Justin now we've heard a lot of this before right brian pace he was also here saying those same things um but i feel like it it, it, it's a little bit different when you and it's yet to be seen but it's a little bit different when you have those linemen uh uh, uh, the the knowledge of being a, a lineman in the nfl in the room and i feel like that's going to impact the bears. Most of all, um, you heard him kind of talk about the, the part that I thought that was most interesting. You heard him kind of talk about, uh, putting people in a position to be success and having them at the right position. Uh, to me, it, it, he was breaking that down with O line that, that points directly at Tevin Jenkins, possibly moving back to right tackle and going out and buying the best left tackle you could find in that situation. What are your thoughts?
3: Um, no, nah, definitely. Um, I feel like it's a different type of energy in the room. I mean, like I mean, last year, like you said, I mean, we heard this from Ryan Pace about getting Justin the right guys around and done with the right pieces. But um, you you know, you got you got all speed dudes. Yeah, you got all speed dudes uh, uh, last season. You no, know, um, I feel like with uh, with Ryan Pauls, you got a guy that actually played, so you so you know he's about protecting Justin, and like you said, he's gonna move. Tevin Jenkins back to his original position. You you pay top dollar for that left tackle, and the thing that stood out to stood out to me the most with what he said is getting guys that you can trust because he he has money. Yeah, he ha- he, he has money. I I actually I actually like Komet. now 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 now, now Komet's starting to come on. Now if you get if you can possibly turn around, if if you if you can possibly turn around, and in my opinion. Yeah. Try, try to possibly maybe get a Chris Godwin? It, it's... It, it, third, third, third where do you now go now with now the now wide now. receiver room?
2: Where do you go with the wide receiver room, right? Was Allen Robinson's decrease in production due to... Uh, uh, you kind of heard him talk about it in there as well, just kind of he looked at the tape, didn't really have a different opinion on him, but also um, he, he felt it was much about communication uh, dealing with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Um, so do, do you feel like A-Rob is still a viable option for the Bears to get back in the room at wide receiver? Or do you try to go out there and get a Godwin, who's another guy who's coming off of ACL injury? Um, do you try to go get, you know what I'm saying, try and go get some of those other guys that that, that fill the room up? Um, because right now, I mean, in the NFC North, the Bears probably have the weakest wide receiver room in the building. In in the in the division. Yeah, ah, yeah, okay, maybe not. Detroit.
3: I would say yeah, Detroit. Detroit. It's Detroit, Detroit the Bears.
2: But the fact that you're the fact that you're only beating out Detroit is is concerning.
3: Yeah. Uh um to me, I'm I mean, hey, if if if, if you want to bring if you say it's all about communication and you wanna bring A-Rod back, fine, I'm yeah. cool with that. But you know instead of being my number 1 now i would i would i would try i would try to move him to my to my you know that, that that's going to be my third down guy cuz cuz now cuz now him and justin got an off season you get what i'm saying like 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 now him and justin can get reps but i but that that's, that's got to be the dude that i trust um on, on third down on third down now if you want to if you want to you know resign like a Cause I, cause I mean, I, I think Grant is a cool option, not not that out. but you know, if you want to re-sign some of the dudes you had, I mean, I mean, good, good one's a nice choice, but but the main thing he talked about is, ba- is, is, is balance,
2: yeah,
3: for Justin, cause you you know you know he what he wanted a solid run and pass, so it's like you 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 also gotta look at that 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 running back room, cause when when he talked balance. My my immediate thought is I went to, um, you know I I went to you 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 look at Dallas with what they got, yeah. Green uh, Green Bay with their running back room, um I mean I mean even I mean Flues just came from it I mean the coach you you had, you had three backs, uh Jonathan Taylor uh Hines and um I, I I forget the third guy Chad if y'all if y'all figure it out help me out but. I mean, like, it, it's that is it's that running back combo? I, I I don't see Monty getting the same amount of carries, but if you can balance that out, that, that that's that's great for Justin.
2: Yeah,
3: I, I love that.
2: It's it's interesting, right? Because it's like, um, of course, it's all based on uh uh um Marlon Mack, thank you, Marlon Mack. Appreciate. Of you. course, of course, it's all based on what the Bears can do, what what you can do to protect protect Justin but it's like you said like it's not just about the protection it's about the scheme that's on the field as well bears didn't just didn't have a good scheme they didn't have a good balance of pass and run they didn't have a good balance of of attack uh, offensively um and to me that's the biggest problem that it, that is going to have to be addressed immediately, right? So say you do get the blocking scheme, or say you do get the the offensive lineman in the room that can absolutely build up Justin Fields to the point where, hey, he's protected, he's got time, now he's making better throws. Is the blocking scheme going to be right? Is the running scheme going to be right? Is the passing scheme going to be right? How easy is it going to be for these guys to understand? We heard Iberflue's talk earlier uh, at, at his press conference before about kind of how... Um, Justin was having to ingest way too much information before even going out onto the field and then having to process all of that and try to put it in order. And so like that to me is one of those things where, okay, if that's the case, then how do we take Justin from where he is now? And essentially, you hate to say spoon feed him, but essentially spoon feed him the information that he needs well, just yeah, for him to get got, up and got running. To
3: know, you gotta know everything. You gotta yeah. know everything, basically. So I, I mean, I I think i like you said that that comes up now with, with that with that that comes half from O line and half on him because so like so, some some of the great O line like like Quentin Quentin Nelson, he'll be able to a hey, all right like. I'm gonna tell you to play. Hey, all right. I need you here. Need you here. Hey, do do this. Do this. But not do this, and so and so on and so forth. And then Carson wins that little. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm gonna need, you know my my X and my Y right here. You know you know just you you kind of need people on that line to take to take pressure off him. I don't know um who they go out and get. It's they, there's there, there's viable candidates. There's viable candidates out there, obviously, but it'll be interesting to see, um, definitely who he brings in because you you definitely see that he wants that balance, and almost every playoff team legitimately has that balance. I mean, if you if you walk it down, you got, I mean, even though they really don't use it like that, t- uh, t- Tennessee has a nice balance. Yeah. we talked we talked about Arizona 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 has a great balance um uh that D- Dallas has a great balance Green Bay so it's just like he you can see he's definitely trying to get those guys in the room it'll be interesting to see who he goes out and
2: get I think I think because there's a lot of people that feel like the Bears are the worst team in this division outside of Chicago um uh, there's a lot of people that feel like Detroit had Jared Goff and that was their biggest problem. And they'll, they'll be moving in the right direction. One, if they can yeah. find a quarterback, but, but even next year, just being in a room with the, having the right guys, having the right mix in there, that they are a better team in a better position to be successful than the bears are right now. Um, Absolutely. The, the bears. I, I want to say no, cause it's Detroit and Detroit's trash and everything. So I'm pretty sure they're going to stay consistent with that. I mean, it's basically a township at this point. It's not even a city. Um, and it's not the good township either. I no, mean, you, it's you, like...
3: You, you, you go, you look at
2: the... like. The no, it's like unincorpor- it's, it's unincorporated Michigan. <laughs> no, no. It's unincorporated Michigan. No. I got big smoke for Detroit. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> um, It's all sports, though. Y'all good people out there. I don't know. I just love living in the city. But... um. The biggest thing to me about, like, assessing where the Bears are in the NFC North first and foremost, you're still, of course, behind the Packers. Um, You are – are you ahead of the Vikings? Are you two in the NFC? So I think it's the, currently
3: as currently constructed, because I, I I gotta I gotta give props
2: a lot of a lot of love for Justin Jefferson.
3: <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, I mean, but it's not it's not about Justin Jefferson. It's just like if you look at the balance of the team. I mean, you you Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. Uh, they 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 got their backup running back. I mean, I mean the 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 D the D line is still there. I mean, that just come down to. Hey, bro i mean we we got we gotta see what they do with coach, obviously no. but i i'm i'm not finna like every everything is there so i i i just had to go ahead and get them to not so it's just is like, it is it like
2: um olin said where we're so focused on justin's development we're so focused on having a quarterback we're so focused on uh, uh, um, we're so focused on Justin, Justin becoming, becoming what we hope he can
1: is.
2: that sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we don't pay attention to the things that make the quarterback successful. Is it like Olin said, where the thing that, because to me, like. The biggest thing for the Bears to improve is where do they rank offensive line wise in the NFC North? Oh yeah, and to me, that's what yeah. puts you back because I think the Bears have a. I mean, of course, there's Delvin Cook out up in Minnesota, but uh, I, I, Kiki, think, Kiki I think
3: Kiki Neng- Nengakwe, That that's their that backup as well, but he's also
2: is he nice? Well, I, I I think if you're I think if you're looking at where the Bears rank, you know what I'm saying. To me, that's where you have to look at. Because right. where they rank at quarterback, yes, it matters, of course. And right now, you have to say they're third. I I, I put Justin above Jared Goff. I don't care. Uh, you have to say they're third. <laughs> but if I'm looking at where they rank offensive line-wise, now you have the third best quarterback, but probably the fourth best offensive line, if we're being real about it. Uh Not yet. Most probably probably. the fo- so you've got to the third best quarterback in the nfc north with the fourth best offensive line that's where you start asking a question of hey where does this bears team rank in the nfc north alone where does this bears team rank when you're looking at okay how how are they going to finish in the division because to me kirk cousin the vikings have a better o-line packers absolutely have a better o-line even though it's aging you know what i'm saying um
1: but when that, when, Did you, when you know
3: Bartiari is still 29? That's
2: wild. Um, <laughs> that's wild. I feel like he just been there forever. <laughs> it feels like it feels like he's been there forever for sure. Oh yeah, Stevo, always always over golf. Come on now. Not but yet. um the the biggest thing to me with where the Bears rank in the division is okay, we have the third best quarterback with the fourth best offensive line. That's going to put you probably in third or fourth place. <clears throat> We, we have to be realistic about what we have here because we can have what I, I'd i say we have. Now, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Packers wide receiver room. Is it number one just because they have Devontae Adams? Because other than that. No, the, the Minnesota
3: Minnesota has the best. Wide receiver
2: Minnesota's room. probably got the best wide receiver room, right? Minnesota got the best wide receiver room. Are the Bears, too? No, I and now see I gotta
3: get a Packers too because they got Devontae Adams, like Mooney.
2: But that's it. Like Minnesota actually has a wide I mean, receiver I mean, room. Uh, you know what I'm saying?
3: May, maybe because because the Packers do use their backs as receivers a lot. So I I don't know. You I, know what I, I mean? Okay, but okay, a better a better question for you though. Let's so do you it. in the chat because he talked he, ta- he talked about limiting Justin's. Intake of play, intake of plays, and everything like that. Yeah. Do you go the Cleveland Browns route with Baker Mayfield? Well, where, where it's not, it's not. Yeah, it's not because basically Mayfield.
2: dumbing everything down.
3: Well, well, yeah, but but the only thing about it is I put Justin over Baker because one. I I know I know that that he's not he's not gonna make a bad decision with the football Like right? like at minimum <laughs> be, at at minimum <laughs> but oh, okay well yeah but, but, well, but I'm saying, saying right? if you actually get those guys in the room because Cleveland absolutely had weapons that they was not using hit yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but you but you know maybe Calvary, maybe you go that route.
2: Talent-wise, I would say Justin has more talent than Baker does, but it's about how you use that talent and put it on paper. Baker has had a season where we were talking about Baker as an MVP candidate for a little bit oh, of oh, time. Oh,
3: oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So, so,
2: so I can't say that Justin Fields is better than Baker Mayfield, but... Right. And 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 the Baker we saw last year, everybody, oh my god, I can't believe Baker he coming off hurt. of shoulder surgery, <laughs> no, <laughs> kind of an hurt. important it piece to hurt. being a quarterback. But the 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 way they made Baker into what he is, right? To me, the Baker Mayfield, the Ryan Tannehill, the whatever quarterback you want to name that's that's close, that you say, hey, this guy might not be able to just take in all the information. But he's got the talent to do it. That's the best way to go about this, right? And as much as we all kill Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy didn't want Justin Fields out there for that reason. Because he knew the offense was complicated. The the part that I wonder about is how long is it going to take him to ingest all this new information? Because he's essentially starting at square one.
3: Oh, yeah. When when you you get a new O.C., that's like the first day of school,
2: bro. Yeah. He's essentially starting at square one. So how long is it going to take him to adjust? That's why, to me, you kind of spoon feed the information to him. Not to say he's not intelligent, not to say he can't process more of the information uh, uh, um, quicker. But what you want to see from Justin Fields is, hey, get this guy in a position where he can put your team in a position to win games while not doing while not having to figure out okay I got to do this while reading this scheme and figuring out this on a crossing route underneath because here's the thing it's not about being able to do that 10 years down the road it's about being able to do that next season and Pat Mahomes couldn't do it and he's probably next up I
3: right, bro hey right,
2: he You know what I'm saying like sometimes you got to you have to allow the talent to play out when they have talent like that, and I think Justin Fields has that caliber of talent. I think he just has to show it.
3: He said he ain't start reading defenses until he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's just he was just playing, and that's, hey, oh, that's oh,
3: oh, right? Tyreek is open,
2: and now and I'm- that's and that's the thing, right? So there's a lot of that where, hey, listen, this is the play that we're running out there, but throw it to the open guy. And that's where the biggest thing with Pat Mahomes was. That's where his his offensive line came in. Pat Mahomes had time. If you give him time to survey what's happening, then you give him time for his instincts to actually have the ability to take over, and him to be able to use those instincts to put you in a good position. That's the part to me where where the Bears failed. Right, Justin's instincts took over sometimes. That play, what was that? Was that versus San Fran, where he 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 goes right play's not there. It's a run to the right, play's not there. Cuts back left. Well, spin move, gets into the end zone. Tutty. That's instinct. That's not not Justin Fields. Oh, this is the the amazing breakdown of Justin Fields on this play, and he assessed this. The play broke down, and he had enough time for his instinct and his reaction to take over to say, hey, I'm going to get the heck up out of here, and I'm going to run for this. Tutty. That's instinct. And so you have to find, when quarterbacks are this young, you have to find that right mix of he's he's taking this in, he's reading what the defense gives him, he, he's taking the simple things that the defense are putting out there for him. He's not doing too much. But also, if this screws up, he's not just screwed. In the Cleveland game, he was just screwed.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, no, nah, that that was... That was... No, it was. I mean, and it, and it was crazy because after the Cleveland game, like you saw Miles Garrett and the Clowney talking about it, like, bro, you not
2: finna no protection? All right. Yeah, it it's it's you know, to me, I think you have to come into this and ask the question, right? When you look at this team. what really is the bears biggest need and at first i was all 100% offensive line offensive line got to get that offensive line got to get that but after seeing and, and i still think offensive line is madly important it it's it's it, it probably is the most important but after seeing what Joe Burrow was able to do. It changed the whole time. No, no, no. I still think you built that team. I still think you built that team poorly because Joe Burrow died in the playoffs. Good Lord, what's going on back there?
3: uh, (laughs)
2: Hold on. Duh. Somebody check on my boy. I still think Joe Burrow died in the playoffs, but if we're being real, is a dynamic weapon for Justin Fields more important? Is a dynamic weapon for Justin Fields more important? Is that player that can come out and dominate the opposition more important than having the guy who gives Justin that half-second more. And the reason I say that, and listen, I still think, I still believe it's offensive line. I still believe it's offensive line, right? But having that safety blanket like Matt Eberflus talked to, or not Matt Eberflus, like Ryan Post talked about, having that guy that Justin can consistently go to, having that guy that when your play breaks down, you just know you can get the ball to him. And Ryan Post talked about that in a press conference. And that that adds the question, is that what they're looking for in the draft this offseason? Maybe they go free agency to to overspend for a tackle. Is that your biggest need this offseason? Is having that safety blanket for Justin? And what? listen, I love Darnell Mooney. You heard polls. He loves Darnell Mooney. But Darnell Mooney, we, we saw that, right? We saw on the 50-50 balls. We saw when it's thrown up to Darnell, is he going to be able to come down with it? At the end of the day, Darnell's what, 5'11"? You need a bigger target in there. You need a bigger body in there. You do. You need a bigger body in there to be that safety blanket for them. So in the chat, what do y'all believe is the Bears' biggest need this offseason? Because I, to me, right, I was, I was a hundred, I'm still I'm still like 96% offensive line. Because I feel like if you're that level of quarterback and you're protected, you have the ability to make the players in your room better. So if it's a Marquise Goodwin, if it's a uh, a Jakeem Grant, if it's a uh, 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 um, Darnell Mooney, if Justin Fields is protected, he'll have the ability to make those players better. But, when the play breaks down if those players aren't better does that ability get taken away when the play breaks down if those if those players aren't the uh 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 top Wide receivers on your team uh, uh uh they're not Devontae Adams, they're not Justin Jefferson, they're not players of that ilk. If they're not that, if you're if they are the Marquise Goodwins. And we saw that last year, right? We saw that with the Bears last year. So, uh, Ringo into it. You good, my boy? we need to put some nah, money yeah, well, on the nah, we, we, we need to put some money on the books. What's going on, <laughs> man? <laughs> Y'all don't know, Ringo's doing this from a sale right now. But uh, <laughs> this man get three square meals a day by myself. myself. Oh, On the pillow. You ready to go night-night? <laughs> oh, if the skill level isn't there and the play breaks down, where do you go? You know um, what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of that's kind of where the, the question mark for me. Like the video, if y'all in here, man, 50 in here, 23 likes, hit that like button, like that video. Uh, it, it, that's the question mark for me. That's the part in my mind where I'm like, yeah, Joe Burrow's offensive line was bad, but when it broke down, he was a good enough quarterback <clears throat> to make a play, and it's because his his wide receiver room was always open. T Higgins, uh, uh, uh um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd. How, how'd that trade work out for you, Tyler Boyd? <laughs> Fleeced, biggest fleece of <laughs> the offseason. Big fleece, big fleece. Big fleece. <laughs> that's 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 where the question fleece. marks come into me. Um. So for me, I think
3: I think money money will be spent. Money will be spent this off My my top priority is because i because you you say offensive line i don't really think they need to really retool retool the offensive line like that um um they need they have to get a left tackle you put you put you put jenkins back as uh you put jenkins back as regular position and then um and then after that after that you go for you go from there because I mean, it's a solid offensive line outside of outside of, you gotta remember, last year I had a 40-year-old that was, you know, fishing coming out like, come on now, like, that, like let's be real. I I like Mike Williams, but nine times out of ten, the Chargers are the Chargers are gonna re-sign him because the, the Chargers have a great uh great wide receiver room. Him, yeah, Keenan Allen. So they're definitely going to reach out. I really don't know who you go out and get. I just know that Paul's talked about him having that security blanket kind of. I think that Komet is coming on. But I w- I would prefer them to go out and get a Chris Godwin. But that's just my opinion.
2: Is it better to go get a Chris Godwin... Then a because I mean, the, listen, I, I, I get you can get them at a discount. But how many guys can you just say, hey, they just coming back off these ACLs. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? I get that you get them getting them on a discount. But how many guys can you say? Yeah, he's good off of the ACL. He's fine. He'll be back fine.
3: Um, I mean,
2: and when and when he when when is he supposed to even be back? He wouldn't be back Yo, until mid. Like week six? No. This guy went hurt almost close to the end of the year. He got yeah. hurt. He got hurt around the time when uh, yeah. all the stuff with A B was going on, didn't he? Um uh, uh yeah,
3: nah, nah. Because it was like it was right like before two, that. I think it was like two weeks before. You right, you right.
2: Do so, right. I mean, he's he's not slated. I don't know why my voice cracked right there. Y'all heard me go through puberty right there? That was wild. He's not slated probably to be back to what, midseason?
3: Yeah. But
2: <laughs> and that's, that's, and yeah. That's, that's high? So you're talking about making probably well, a USC, big signing. Man,
3: 17 weeks, you're talking about what? Probably week
2: nine? You're, you're talking about a big signing for a guy that Justin's not going to be able to use most of the year. Bro,
3: bro, that's still one of the top third down targets, bro. I'm just saying. I mean that hey, that's
2: great. I love it. But... I mean,
3: I'm I no, 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 you and you are you absolutely right. I'm not finna I'm not finna come out and be like, yo, pay top dollar for bro, but it, I mean it gotta be something that he, that you gotta work out now. I mean, he has yeah. to know he's gonna like be missing a few M's. He's gotta know he's gonna be missing a few
2: M's. Oh, he knows he's gonna be missing money. I don't think that's the problem there. I think I think the problem comes in where um is is it going to be an overpay? you know what I'm saying? like you were going through such a when you got a Rob in here, you were going through legitimately like before it was it was Mike Glennon wasn't it it was it was Mike Glennon when you got a Rob in the building and oh, then yeah. you end up going to mitch and and a Rob ends up coming back kind of midway through that season to me you're in a different position now you're in a position where you're hoping that Justin Fields can right now make an impact next season right now, make an impact to this bears offense right now, get the job done for you. You're not looking for, for, uh, uh, um, midway through the season. And, and I, I think that that's, that's the hard part about it. Right. Because it's like, Hey, if, if he's going to be successful now is re-signing allen robinson your best option i mean I, the wait, guys can you, you, you hear me yeah i hear
3: you oh okay so now i'm i'm just looking at it i'm looking at it now um why 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 receiver target receiver target i mean not targets but free agents this year are it's not looking too good. I mean, Devontae Adams is probably gonna. They probably gonna franchise tag him. Chris Godwin is coming up injury. I mean, A. Rob would be the logical choice. Possibly, maybe a Juju. I mean, you got A. J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, T. Y. No. But T. Y. is always banged up. Uh, yeah, man. It's yeah. It, it's hey. I, honestly, honestly, if if I can't make a run at Chris Godwin, then uh, Alvin Robinson is going to have to be the guy. Alan Robinson is going to come back. And, and now players. it's,
2: hey, can you even get him back? Does he want to come back? Does he want to deal with a development? I mean, I, I would because that
3: that's some naggy stuff that he was dealing with. Like, so if, if, you, if you can promise him communication and, and, and the line is open for him to just, Talk to y'all about what he's feeling and what he's what he's expecting, and, and then he does get that report with Justin. I will absolutely resign him. But 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 Mike Williams is absolutely not coming to the trial. I, I I don't see that happen.
2: Fam, I I I feel you, but you almost feel like they would have got a deal done already if if he was.
3: Oh no! Yeah. Now, now that 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 I agree with He's you. Know what I'm saying? Like tough.
2: you almost feel like if Mike Williams was a guarantee to go back to the Chargers, that deal would have been a done deal already, and it hasn't been.
3: I mean, I I I, I don't I don't see them letting uh, Justin Herbert's top one of the Justin Herbert's top targets walk out. Well, no, I don't, I don't
2: see it. I, I agree with you, but there is the injury concern, and, and he's gonna get I mean, we're talking about top wide receiver money. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Williams has that kind of production on his resume. We're talking about top wide out money. Right. And that's a that's a that's a great uh, assessment there, right? Is Chicago the best situation for Allen Robinson? Coach T talking about a-, A Rob still won't get paid in this market, and and here's the here's the part that you have to take into account. It's not about. It's not always about. This is the money I want. There's players that uh, uh, Alshon hey, Jeffrey, sure. when he left, absolutely took less money, but he took less money from them. I'm willing to take a, a a less money deal, but I'm not willing to take less money from you. Right now, that's really what it is. The one thing that's I, really what it comes down to.
3: I will say, Steve-O, you're right. Money does talk, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm am i I'm gonna just tell you like this. Kenny Galladay left. You see how that's working out. He, he ain't even he not even sniffing the ball so so it, it's just like I mean you, you could you could you you could oh, say that. That went to the you could say that and that's fine but it, it's like it, it it is what it is to me on that I like Kirk, but the, but then like I said I don't I don't think you're gonna see Kirk move until you figure out what's going on with Kyler because you 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 actually think Kyler gonna let that man go
2: well, that that depends on if Kyler's there or not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That depends on if Kyler's there. And here's the thing: I I would love to have. Here's the thing: all these names, love it. I love it. Are you gonna have the money to go get them?
3: No, they they're gonna hide a bread. But I I that's, think that's just, the
2: question mark because here's I the thing: I think it's bread, just putting
3: the. I think it's just putting the bread. I think it's just putting the bread on the right position. like like. Like okay. Yeah. Okay cuz cuz
2: Well that's why important. I asked the question. Is it more important to go get a wide receiver or is it more important to come out of this with a with a left tackle that is solid? Cuz the thing
3: is we talk we talk about Cincinnati. So what they did, they spent money on they spent money on Trey Hendrickson. Yep. They spent money on Harbaugh. So you, they got their ends and then they spent money on their safeties. And then they just gave scraps to Eli Apple, which now looking at looking back at it, that was the right move. That was the wrong move, but he deserves scraps. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean they, they they spent they spent money in free agency, and then they did get that they did get that one O line piece too. I I did forget about that. They got that one O line piece. Yeah, he, he was he was still getting that. They still got to build it, but they came out with the right pieces enough to get them to the Super Bowl. So just put. The money at the at the right positions. If you spend the money at the right positions, like you gonna get it done. Like same same thing with the Rams. Same yeah. thing with
2: the Rams. It's yes, hundred percent. Same thing as the Rams. It's hard, right? Because the fear is that. With Joe Burrow, if he does get hurt, you know why. Like, there's gonna be no surprise. It's not gonna be like, man, Joe's body just couldn't hold up. It's gonna be, he got sacked nine times to a team that didn't have a great defensive line.
3: Yeah, that 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 that, D line was like, Wait, wait, what's Hey, remember? Cause remember when we were watching the game, it was like, how are the Rams not touching this man? No. <laughs> I,
2: I just, I, hey, I, hey I, but you
3: I, saw, but case in point, again, back to Justin, you saw, you saw when Joe Burrow had time, yeah, he made the plays, like <laughs> hey, we ain't and, got time,
2: and, yes, right. but I've also seen Joe Burrow without it. it and here's the thing: very different rooms. There is is Justin Fields anywhere near Joe Burrow? Based on one year, I have to say no, because Joe Burrow in his rookie year was slinging that thing as bro, well. Bro,
3: that man has that man has three playoff.
2: <laughs> yeah, you three know what I'm saying. Already, <laughs> so I I can't say, oh yeah, Joe Burrow and and Justin Fields are on par here.
3: Not, not. But I was just giving an example. No, no, I I'm with you. Oh uh,
2: yeah. But I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at where this team can improve quickest. Is that here at the wide receiver room? Is that an offensive line? Because here's the thing maybe we can go out and buy the best left tackle on the market. But you still gotta get that guy in the room. He's gotta wanna be here. You don't know if you have that kind of relationship in the building already.
3: Okay, let me check.
2: Cause what we talk about? Orlando Brown, probably? Orlando Brown's probably best tackle on the market right now, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, but the Chiefs campaign, that was the thing. Exactly. So Orlando Brown's probably your best target on the market right now. Um Hold Brian, no, let me check. He says buy a center. I I'm okay with now listen, Whitehair was not good last year, but I know he's competent at the position. I know he at least understands what's going on at that position. Nobody on that offensive line was good last year. But I know that. Oh uh, no,
3: actually. Actually, it's a couple of dudes that's uh that's unrestricted. Hold on. I'm well, I'm looking at it right now. All right. So you got uh you got Brandon Sheriff, which he he had a he had a great year uh last year. Nate Soldier, absolutely not. I'm gonna just, you know, he, he's on the Giants. Come on now. Cam Robinson, um, Andrew Nor, Andrew Norrell. Um, I like Armstead, Ryan Jensen. I've uh no, I no Ryan Jensen is available. Like like the Bucs, If if any if anything, I'm looking at the Bucs to see like who they let go. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Uh, Ryan Jensen, Trenton Brown, Riley Reef, Chris Hubbard. Uh, and Ben Jones. Oh, and Eric Fisher. But yeah, um, I it's it's. I would say like it's three dudes. Oh, and and Matt, uh, and Matt Prattis. But yeah, those are the three dudes that I would get: Brandon Sheriff, Matt Prattis, and uh, Riley Reef in the building. But other than that, yeah. No, it's I mean,
2: like, I, I, I like, I like Orlando Brown. Attack if you can get it, it, Yeah, I got you. It it's about it's about here, the biggest thing is can you get them in the room. And how far off is your offensive line where do, does this new regime come in and trust them? Does this regime come in and trust Tevin Jenkins at left tackle? If Tevin Jenkins is legitimately a left tackle of the future, they're in there, right? But you didn't hear Ryan Poles talk about that. You heard Ryan Poles say, hey, we, we want to get people in the right position to be successful. We want to get... People in the in the room that are going to be put in positions to succeed consistently, and that might mean moving some pieces around. I would assume that that means, hey, we're gonna shift some of these guys on this offensive line to put them in a position to be successful. That might mean moving Bora men, moving moving Bora to right guard, moving Jenkins to right tackle, and buying the guy of the future. And this Man. and the question still remains. Can you get them to want to come here? Do you have that kind of system? Do they believe in Justin Fields that much? Do, like, there's there's so many question marks that go into that. It's 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 one of those where it's like you hope that you can find something in the draft just in case. <laughs>
3: um, I'm looking at it though. Um I did.
2: We got a super chat. Shout out to Viber with the dogs. He said left tackle Brown tied with polls. Um, Allen from Chicago and draft a wide receiver like David Bell in the draft. They're all viable options. Draft wise. I like both of those names. Starting to starting, starting my, uh, my college draft breakdown. No clue who any of these dudes are. This dude had 5,000 yards in a single 5, season. That's crazy. <laughs> I, will, I will be looking at these dudes later, though.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Definitely and, looking at these dudes later. And I, I think that the the left tackle position is your biggest question, Mark. He is tied with poles, but still.
3: I mean, just cause he tied just cause he tied to him don't mean nothing.
2: That don't mean a thing. Doesn't mean a thing, honestly. Here's the one part that's exciting, right? And you're gonna overpay. Is it worth it to overpay for an Orlando Brown? Because you know he wants to play tackle. And he and he might not have that ability everywhere. So does that cut down on the pool for him a little bit?
3: Well, I mean, he um I don't think that cut that cuts down on the pool for him. I mean, because if anything, I'm looking at what he did with uh I'm looking at what he did with Lamar more than what he did with uh,
2: with Kansas with, City with, with,
3: with Mahomes because yeah. when he was with Lamar, that, that was his uh, that was his, that was his natural position. Yeah. So, I'm I'm going I'm going more so out of that. I know that he wants to play that. So I mean, if he comes in and he wants to do that, then absolutely. But I'm gonna have to move Tevin Jenkins around. Man.
2: And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm definitely fine with him. Uh, uh, getting moved around there, man. Man, we appreciate y'all for pulling in and rocking with us, man. We got like 55 people up in here, man. We're trying to build this show up. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We're going to keep building this thing up. Also, if you guys can't stick around for the whole thing, go ahead and listen live over on The Contender. We also will have the podcast posted on all podcast platforms after the show ends. That might take a little bit it to process up there, two-hour show, but make sure you guys are subscribed to the Windy City Breeze over on uh, 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 all the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff, man. Uh, Or just check the link in the community tab where we're going to have that as well where you can go over there and listen in. Um, Getting in, shifting gears a little bit here. Shifting gears, man. Shifting gears.
3: By the way, Armstead Armstead is 30, so it's a
2: nice... It's not bad. Not bad. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that. Uh, Unfortunately, he's here on the show right now. But uh, Bulls end up taking an L last night. Taking a butt whooping, if you will, to the Miami Heat.
3: I don't know if y'all seen the pick on Twitter, but that pick was undefeated. I I was rolling when I seen
2: it. Which one?
3: The the one where you look like this this
2: one oh, was oh yeah the oh yeah oh yeah that was uh, that was definitely us oh, last year. Unfortunately, you have to ask this question, but I I feel like Bulls fans are overreacting to the moment a little bit as well. Are the Chicago Bulls frauds as contender in the Eastern Conference? Are the Chicago Bulls frauds as contenders in the Eastern Conference? Ringo, you kind of got like you got like the inside outside uh inside outside perspective on this kind of.
3: So to me, I look at it like and what and one aspect of it. Um, and, and I said and I said this on, on yesterday's show as well. Mugs are getting on to play the Bulls because they say oh oh yeah, the the Bull, the Bulls is back. The Bulls is back. I mean even I mean KD gave y'all the endorsement. Chicago Chicago Bulls basketball is back. But he also said these mugs can't see us in the playoffs. The, re- the reason why I say that is because now I feel like Mudge is coming in with the mindset, especially in the second half of the season. That yo, all you gotta do is hit these mugs in the mouth like one good time. I like I, I like these mugs. know, and it's not just us talking about it. These mugs know that they got Alex Caruso out. P P P. Wheel is out. Lonzo not out there. They like yo. All you gotta do is smack these mugs in the mouth one time, and hey, 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 and we and we and we good for the rest of the game. We straight like that. They, they don't play with a high enough intensity, um, for 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 me to say that they're legit contenders right now. Cause cause you know you know mugs is looking at it right now like hey. You know, hey the, the 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 number one the number one seed like they up there because ah the number one seed is up there they're having a nice season, but if it gets to the playoffs they could be out and that that's just, that's just how Muggs looking at it right now. There's not enough high intensity and everything that everybody keeps saying is oh well we just need three pieces back. No, we talking about right now because the team that actually been there no that right now at this time, especially after all-star break, you cannot be relying on that. And y'all are still relying on that right now, which is causing y'all to get behind the eight ball. So in my opinion, yeah, these ones ones are kind of fraudulent right now because they're not matching the intensity of the other team.
2: So here's what I'll say. When I look at this Bulls team and whether they're fraudulent or not, Are they guarantees to be in the NBA Finals? No. They're not a guarantee to be into the NBA Finals. Are they a guarantee to win a round in the playoffs? Yes. When you get to that second round, can you beat those teams you're going to be looking at? And here's the thing about the Bulls, right? We might say, "Oh, that team's a, that team's fraudulent because they can't beat Miami. They can't. They they've lost uh, uh, all their games to Philly. We lost the one game we played to Milwaukee. We lost one to Cleveland or two to Cleveland.
3: One to one to Cleveland. One
2: to Cleveland. We beat Cleveland once. I'm looking at the teams that will be playing." We're looking at Toronto. We're talking about, I think it's going to be Charlotte in the eighth seed by the end of this, maybe. Um, Because I think Brooklyn ends up moving up. Brooklyn right now is four games back from the five spot. I I think they cover that ground. But the Bulls can beat Toronto in a seven. The Bulls can beat Boston in a seven. And those are the teams that are in your way to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Milwaukee might be a tough one depending on where they fall or if they go up. Cleveland would be a tough series depending on where they fall or where they go up. But to me to call this team fraudulent just wipes out everything they've done this season. To say that they're not contenders to get to a ECF wipes out everything they've done this season because we can't beat the top teams in the East. Or the top team in the East, really. Your top teams in the West. And really all I'm worried about here is the East. If I'm looking at how they're going to adjust game by game, series by series, How are they going to lock in with Alice Caruso, with Lonzo Ballback defensively when I can game plan for that team every night? I think that comes into account. I think that makes a difference. I think there's a lot of things in the playoffs that because we haven't been there in so long, we forget how the playoffs kind of (laughs) goes. It's been a while
3: and
2: hey, hey, you like uh Ed off a uh, good burger? Hmm, I know some of these words. I know some of these words. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we've kind of forgotten what, <laughs> what goes hey. on in the playoff series. And the people that are looking at Billy Donovan is not the answer there. I I put a poll up now. It, it's on Twitter. I, it's, it's been up there for a while. I'm actually checking right now. Because I, I put the question out there to the Breeze Nation. Is Billy Donovan the problem, or is the bull, or are the players the problem?
3: I thought. dude, I think it's the player that? But but honestly, seventy eight
2: percent to the players, twenty two percent to Billy Donovan.
3: Hey, hey, look, I like, I I know I know we joke on this mug a lot, but but I'm dead serious, and I mean you you said it, and we we in agreement. Billy coaches. He cannot go out there and play. He can't. He can't teach effort from the tip off, bro. Like you, you have to. You will have to bring that. Yeah. You, you have to bring that. And and right now, Mugs is legit walking around like y'all been there before. And 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 Billy and to Billy's credit, because Billy Billy said in this press Billy calling Mugs out. Muzz is not battle-tested like that. So why y'all walking around like y'all got it? That, that, that's, that's just it.
2: Steve-O says he sees the same things Billy did in OKC, which made them lose. Here's the thing, right? What do you want from from the team? Right now, we want them to learn how to win. Billy Donovan never had a had never had a losing record with the, in in his NBA career till last year. He's been here 2 years and we're winning. Now does that mean he's going to get us over the hump? No. But Billy Donovan is not the problem here. Billy Donovan can't make the players play with effort. We don't want to, listen, we've had the rah-rah guys. The rah-rah guys don't work with professionals. That don't work with professionals. You need a smart X's and O's guy that is going to put you in a position to be successful. Bulls have that. Billy Donovan does make adjustments, maybe not as quickly as we like, because he would like to see his players get in a position where they figure out what's happening on the court because they're the ones that are doing the work. Right. But to say Billy Donovan doesn't adjust at all just isn't true and you're just not paying attention. Uh, Billy Donovan adjusted the defense versus Memphis, and it worked, and it's what helped us get back into the game. Your problem is if Billy makes an adjustment and you your players don't put the effort in defensively, it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> like how long? And, and, and this and this is the thing that 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 we want y'all to understand, right? You can't say on one hand because because y'all y'all being here, y'all being here, and that kid I give that he don't adjust quick enough, but Y'all are at fault because y'all can't be in here. We be uncovering the game. And the whole time, th- this is all we see in the comments. Oh, we got to get the boards. We got to get the boards. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. But then y'all turn around. Every time we lose, y'all say, y'all say oh, well, it, it's on Vulture Billy. It, 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 don't, it don't work like that. Like, re- re- rebounding comes down to effort. That that kind that comes down that comes down to want to, like yep. that comes down to want to. Musk can get Russ Westbrook from the Lakers right now, and, and he can rebound better than what 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 the Bulls is doing by itself right now. Like th- th- this is crazy. So so it's, it, it, this is either coming down to effort or it's on Billy. It can't be both.
2: And here's the you know, problem, like, right? It it's it's a it's a defensive thing, right? Kid says not making adjustments quick enough.
3: Now, he, he doesn't make adjustments quick enough. The only, the only adjustment I saw him make last night was, 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 put, was putting the eye on Tyler. That was it. Not making that that adjust- was it.
2: That was the only not adjustment make, he made last night. Not making adjustments quick enough is the difference between having a manageable deficit to being blown out. For me, if Billy doesn't make the adjustment quick enough, defensively, I'll give you that. But I understand why Billy is letting the players try and figure it out, because they're the ones that are going to have to execute this. We've had the coach that overcoaches and doesn't do a good job at it. But to me, I'm looking at Billy Donovan and what he does on the defensive end, and I see him switch it up and switch things up, and guess what? It still doesn't work. He makes adjustments. He might not make them as quick as you would like, but he makes adjustments. And you know what the adjustment is? Something that still doesn't work because the players aren't executing it. Billy Donovan can't be out there playing for him, can't be out there running for him, can't be out there closing out defensively for him. He doesn't have that ability. He can't make the switch. He can't have somebody that's gonna have, hey, listen, uh 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 when Vooch plays up, you gotta box out on the back end. He can't tell DeMar DeRozan, who's been in the NBA for thirteen years, you probably should box out.
3: And there's been a whole season thing.
2: This, this isn't entire, new. There
3: this, this, this has been a whole season thing. I mean I mean I mean, and, and it's crazy because I mean, you you got point, you got points, you you have absolutely valid points, and, and that's what we've been saying all season. And Kia absolutely had valid points. I mean, you oh, made the sure.
2: video, you made the video about why he the he Bulls, doesn't no he adjusts Mass slow. He no, always no, he adjusts, mad slow. The, he adjusts the, mad the, slow. He adjusts Matt slow. He
3: always the is. the reason why I feel like they lost to the Grizzlies is, is because he he took Tristan Thompson out, like the. It's it's, uh, uh, like, like, I mean, it's like I said last night. I feel like the, the two things. Well, net well now 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 three, the three things that's gonna kill him Is no effort. Billy, when it gets when it gets to the playoffs, because this is all well fine and dandy, fine. Boy, boy. Bulls got two seed, great. When it gets to the playoffs. He has to be able to make the adjustments to Kid's point. But that also that they also have an issue also have an issue like Kid is saying with 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 Zach and Damar. We me, so, me and me Kid so just happened, didn't make that up for no reason.
2: Here's the thing. What happened that got us here? What do you
3: mean? That got that got y'all to the second? that all of a
2: sudden Billy Donovan isn't a good head coach anymore. And all of a sudden Vooch is 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 the worst big man that's ever been in the end. But what happened that got us here? Because we weren't here two weeks ago.
3: Hey man, I don't know. Y'all know how y'all. When Demar was, in, was hitting thirties and
2: 40s. like, like here and and defensively we were here. Defensively, we've been saying this all year. But I think everybody, the biggest difference to ahead, me oh, is oh, that oh. your your floor general right now is a rookie. And he's tired. Your point, your point guard is an extension of your coach. Not having Lonzo Ball, who has an extremely high IQ on the floor, not having Alice Caruso, who has an extremely high IQ on the floor, diminishes what your team does. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I don't think Billy Donovan's a poor head coach. I think there's just some things in the building that, especially when the playoffs get here, are going to adjust. And even this, even this comment here. They play well against the bottom feeders. It's just not true. They're 19-50. and 50. They're above 500 versus above 500 teams. They're right behind the Miami Heat. Miami has won one more game versus above 500 teams. There's not an above 500 team not in the playoffs right now. They're beating winning teams. That's why, like, I, I seen somebody say it reminds me of the White Sox. No, the Sox were struggling versus winning teams.
3: No, see see this is the thing. I, I got it. I got it. So the two the the two things they're, they're, this is why y'all are overreacting right now. The on the 0 7 national TV record. You got, oh, you got yeah. the, feelings are hurt for sure. No, no, you got you got the 0 7 national TV record and the fact that not, now that positioning is actually coming into play and they're kind of sort of getting exposed. Y'all's passing out. That, 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 that's all
2: it is. That's all it is. And and even this, Kia says, we're saying he's experimenting too much with rotations right now, and he has a history of not adjusting.
3: The second part is
2: true. I, I agree with you. He has a history of not the adjusting. Second but part he, is, the he, second part he has is to, true. He has to figure out what a rotation is right now. The, the outside of... It, the outside of... It, uh, uh, um, Zach, DeMar, and and Vooch, there are a lot of question marks on this team on a night-in, night-out basis. Some games Troy Brown, well, not recently, but some games Troy Brown did show up. Some games Derrick Jones Jr. does show up. Not every game. I would rather have a coach that actually tries to actively get guys in there who are giving you the best chance at success than a coach who sticks with his rotation no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And So I think the problem is more so on a night-in, night-out basis, your starters are your bench pieces. Now, does that mean that just because Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball come back, it's all fixed, everything's good? No. And that's just a goofy one, original one. Tristan Thompson needs to start, problem solved. Absolutely not. No. Vooch is legitimately. My favorite no, part I, is Vooch it, is legitimately so, a walking so, so. double double. And all we beg for is we need more rebounds and, and the, the one dude the, that gives the, you the those thing, rebounds. The
3: thing with that is, if Tristan Thompson starts, what, what what makes you confident Tony Bradley can get Tony Bradley can get those five to seven minutes? Cause he, cause he's just a, like, I I actually think about what, what, what you, what you saying. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's no, a I bad thing I think he was point. saying
2: over Vooch.
3: Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, nah, I, yeah, nah, I get, start over Vooch?
2: I think he was saying have them start over Vooch.
3: No, nah, yeah, no, nah, you, no, nah, you twinking on that. Um, but no, even, even if you start them next to each other. Oh, okay. Oh, he's saying okay, start uh, power okay, like that powerful Okay, that's us Even if you start Tristan that powerful That I give you. What makes you confident that Tony Bradley can get the can get those five to seven minutes? Because that's all y'all asked him to do, and, and and to be honest, he's just okay. But he y'all, say, he's he's just okay. He's he's not he's not good enough for him to get those five to seven minutes. Now, y'all missed out on DeAndre Jordan. I saw that. If you if you would if you would have got him, we going we why wouldn't why wouldn't you start why wouldn't he start a power forward because because somebody has to get those somebody to
2: come off of the bench to them yeah and somebody they comes. don't
3: have that right now
2: hey, hey listen I would take my chances with Tony Bradley as my bench big I would hey hey well
3: hey hey you living with that but I would I, I, I would, know you. I would you take my chances
2: I would take live my with chances that. because I think that I think that Tony Bradley. It is good enough to give you five to seven minutes a night, and here's this hey, is my we went, thing.
3: We went from talking boys to talking five to seven minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, dog. He he ain't. We talking was, five to seven
3: minutes. Yeah,
2: I, I don't need this man to be the greatest of all time. I I, I would love Tristan to start a power forward. I think that that's a matchup that puts the Bulls in the, in the most, uh, uh in the better position of success. But the problem is when you have your full bench squad in there, it's weak. Right? So now you're, now you're either overplaying Vooch or you're overplaying Tristan. Which, which one? Cause you, you're going to need those guys down the stretch. And to your point, didn't you say the other day you was like, as good as James Harden and Joel and B? Look. I mean, looked Joel dead. got to that fourth. Joel was tired. Joel looked dead. Joel absolutely looked dead. And and to me, the biggest thing the Bulls can do right now is it, the biggest adjustment that the Bulls can make, the biggest adjustment that Billy Donovan can make is to figure out who were the guys that give you your best chance defensively to be successful?
3: Uh, Dwayne, he went to Philly. He went to Philly.
2: Oh, that's a big... He went. He signed with Philly? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Oh, they good there. Kind of.
3: Ah, yeah, we'll it, see. It, 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 it depends on what he got. We ain't seen that man hoop in a minute.
2: <laughs> Where'd you see he went to Philly? Oh, Lakers waving... I didn't so, see him on. Nah, right.
3: it was a it was a report. Somebody said it was getting wiped and going to Philly. Wold said oh, that. I didn't
2: see it. I didn't see it, but okay, I will take your word for it.
3: Hey, Wode said that. Hey, hey, hey and Woes is lying again. Sham's got
2: it. <laughs> Wold's had a couple couple times where he didn't got caught up, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wode's be has been going through it, but I I just I just feel like the Bulls' biggest pr- here's the thing, right? Bulls got down big versus Miami. How many times did we cut it to a single-digit game? Once? No, about three times. At, at one point, we cut it to a four-point game. That was in the Bulls first got yeah, down big oh, against In the first Memphis. half, yeah. In the first half. Yeah. yeah. Bulls got down big against Memphis. How many times did we cut it to a single-digit game?
3: A couple of we times. We actually
2: took the lead at one point the Bulls times. offensively it's not offensive yeah you're right are set the Bulls offensively can do what they need to do to be in those games my biggest problem with Billy Donovan and with the players is your defensive set your defensive adjustment even last night kid, kid was defense, right? even even last night kid was talking about um Zach Levine getting hot, and them not going to Zach. It didn't matter.
3: Hey, hey, and on the, the other time, about was is is, down there,
2: splash, splash. I look splash. back
3: at it, bro. He was scoring, and Struz was absolutely his matchup. <laughs> he was like three.
2: Struz was like, hey, three. <laughs> Hold up, we doing that? Three. <laughs> and that's and that's 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 going to be the problem. And, and listen. Based on what we've seen, and let's be real, we could just be upset right now because the team defensively doesn't have the piece that gets it going defensively. We saw in that Milwaukee game that when Alex Caruso comes back, even when the Bulls are shorthanded, they're a better defensive team. Maybe that is... Maybe that is all it takes. I just, but is that something you can rely on to be there consistently for you in the playoffs
3: it is it's just it's just about that energy, bro. It's just about the energy. if you not bringing that energy bro these te- these teams are going to stomp you out that, like that that's the point then, like, and but it, he, it, it it don't it don't matter if it's like you you could say we could say Lonzo Caruso Pete Wheel all, all day and that's fine yeah but it's like bro when when they get down to it when they get to the playoffs these mugs is not playing because they gotta put they they gotta put their shoes on they gotta put their gear on just like you put your gear on so it's just like hey if you want to come up and stink it up that's but fine
2: that's, hey but that's that's the that's the reason I said it because listen when he does come back. They look top five again. We saw it for the couple games he did come back before uh, Grayson Allen decided to be a hoe. Right. <laughs> that that Bulls defense versus. Hey, hey no filter. He, he nah, No filter. Yeah. No, nah, he's a hoe. <laughs> what, the FCC going to come take me down? Whatever.
3: Then the FCC won't FC me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let me be me, so let me see. They tried to shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. Hey. And I don't want to rely. Here's the thing. I don't want to rely on Alex Caruso to be the only reason this Bulls team can play defense. I don't. I think that's dumb. (laughs) I do. It's dumb. (laughs) dumb. But here's the thing, right? I'm also going to keep the same perspective of, hey, if Billy Donovan coached a top five defense when these guys were in there, I don't think in the 40 games we got here, all of a sudden he doesn't know how to coach defense. I just don't. Because what what was it? We, we were top five all the way till well after the COVID. January? I mean, yeah. Like middle end of January? And end, the, end, of December, end of December going into January. Something like that. Because that's where Caruso got hurt. Yeah, we were top five all till then. Top five defense, right behind Miami. Top two, actually, right behind Miami. So I can't say, hey, uh, uh, Billy Donovan, he he really knew what he was doing there. But in these last few games, he hasn't been able to coach a defense since Alice Crusoe's gone out. They they can, like there's an effort part that has to come in from the players that Billy Donovan can't give them. So I look at the I look at the players and I say, hey, listen, you have to, have to, have to do more. And Billy Donovan called him out in a press conference. He said, listen, you've got to step up. We've got to step up. We've got to be better. We shouldn't be getting beat on pump face. We shouldn't be leaking out on the play when there's a long rebound. And how many times, my God, did Duncan Robinson get a long rebound?
3: Dog. And, and it was just all, oh, well, you know, I'm going to follow my shot. <laughs> I missed the three. Give it in. He didn't even have to follow it. It hey, bounced fam. right back to him, mean, him at Caleb the Martin, line because we're leaking it, out. It it, it, te- it tells you about the hustle when Caleb Martin comes all the way from the three-point line. Skies grabs the board with one hand just to throw it back and bounce the ball
2: That's all I'm saying.
3: And then he proceeded to dunk on Vucevic. You can't
2: tell me that at the beginning of the season, Billy Donovan knew what he was doing, and now all of a sudden we're here and he doesn't. I won't. I I don't believe it. You can't. T- and 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 here's the thing, right? The Bulls have gone to a point where they have to now rely on their scoring because Billy's had to adjust to what the players are giving them. You're not giving me the effort, okay? We got to set up a better offensive game plan to get shots up quicker.
3: And look, and look, this, this is the this is the other thing I noticed too. Last night, because I, I I don't I don't know if everybody's going to implement this, and I, I kind of figured that's what Eric Spolter was going to do. Yeah, but but that that's exactly what I told y'all um in the chat when 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 Demar went on that run. And the game against Atlanta, I was like, yo, this, this this is getting stupid. Y'all not doubling him? They doubled DeMar as soon as he got into the post. That This is going to keep happening in the playoffs.
2: Oh, them defensive rotations were sexy. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I, I know, I know. <laughs> hey, defensive rotations were like, sexy. Hey, 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 look. I, I, hey, I, I, look. I, I know y'all like, beat us. Yeah. I know hey, y'all I'm beat like, up, and, and, and you can you can eat. check out EAD.com for that one. But uh <laughs>
3: hey.
2: <laughs> hey listen, them defensive rotations was nasty.
3: Hey man, but I couldn't even be mad. Like I was like, yeah, it's even happening though. But it's like dog they gotta so so with in that and that aspect, kid kid got a point because at that point I feel like Zach is gonna have to step up because Mudge is gonna start keying in on the mark. But bro, all, all this literally comes down to is effort, dog. That's all we're talking about is effort. It, it's not totally on Billy. It's it's gonna come down to Billy at some point. But right now, th- th- this is strictly effort, bro. And it's the same thing we've been saying all season.
2: It's here's not like the we're thing, right? If the players were doing their job, we could put it on Billy.
3: But they're not. <laughs>
2: If the players were were doing their job, I would be fine putting it on Billy. I told y'all, listen, the video is still up there. Go check it out if y'all want. I absolutely said, this is why I don't want Billy Donovan as the head coach of the Bulls. And it's because of his adjustments. It's because he had those big-name guys in the playoffs, and he didn't adjust well, and he didn't get the job done. But now looking at him in this Eastern Conference, I can't say I've seen the exact same Billy Donovan. Have I seen him adjust slower? Yeah. Billy Billy over there did not adjust. He let them play. You look at that series and he let them boys play. Do I think that Billy's a better head coach here than he was in OKC? I do. But I also think Billy has a deeper core of players that help him be better that aren't on the floor two players in in particular, Lonzo and Caruso. And I think that now that means, hey, these guys aren't on the floor. Somebody has to step up and be that extension of the coach. Who's that guy? Lonzo Ball is absolutely an extension of Billy Donovan. Alex Caruso is absolutely an extension of Billy Donovan. Who's the extension right now?
3: And you can't say I.O., bro. I.O. is a rookie, and guess what? I.O. is tired.
2: I'll definitely tired. Hey, I don't know. I thought I, 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 was, I was like maybe he's tired. I think I'll just I think just getting cooked on some of these. Yeah, bro. I well,
3: you know what? I can't blame hey, That jack game
2: team. Io got cooked. Listen, I love Io. I think Io's gonna be a great point guard for us. Io got cooked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't blame him because he got he got cooked for 46 and then John Moran did drop 52 in the next game matter, so. I mean, I I wouldn't feel too
2: bad. This is the thing I want y'all to do as well, because we got intelligent fans in here. This is the Breeze Nation, man. We got got intelligent fans in here. We're not just your regular, everyday fans. You know what I'm saying? Go actually look at the changes Billy makes defensively. They're not all personnel. He changes the scheme. When Tristan's in there, the scheme changes versus when Vooch is in there. Adjustments are being made. They're just not the huge adjustments you have to go look at. When Tristan Thompson is in there, Tristan doesn't play drop defense. So that tells you that the Bulls are playing drop defense because there's a liability defensively with Vooch, but Vooch gives you so much on the other end that you have to keep him in there. So whether it's versus Bam or versus Deadman, you're going to get the same... You know what I'm saying? You're going to get the same. It's it, the, the problem when Vooch was in there was when Vooch came off screen, or when, when Duncan Robinson came off screens and Iowa was stuck, nobody could play up. You know what the problem when Tristan was in there was? When Duncan Robinson came off screens and Tristan played up, the big man back cut. Lob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Now starting hey, back hey, from hey, and
3: that and that's basically what it is. Because how many how many full court passes did we see? I know.
2: Hey, look, MC. I know you trolling. I know you just being funny. But I legit saw somebody <laughs> say, say this that. Yesterday. Yeah, nah. I legitimately saw somebody say this yesterday.
3: That that's crazy. But nah, I mean, how how many how many full court passes did we see? Where it's just like, all right, Jimmy down here, ball. Yeah.
2: You got to help Martin.
3: Taylor Martin down here.
2: How, how often do Mom. we hear, how often do we hear Stacy King say, help the helper? You got to help the helper. Like, it, it's, when when Booch is, is playing back off of that screen, not in that situation, I, I really hate drop defense. And I get why they do it now. Like somebody explained it to me. I get why they do it. Um, but I really hate it. I think it's a dumb defense because it's basically like, hey, we're going to give you this three. Uh, Caleb
3: Caleb been hoping.
2: (laughs) We're going to give you this three-point shot. And these guys can shoot.
3: Kid, the overall matchup is because Bam Bam is quicker. We know that. With what? On Vooch. On Vooch. He's... he's, he's it's a it's a bad
2: matchup because uh... yeah, but it's not a, it's not about who he says horrible take Bam faced up Vooch a few times and created opportunities. There were lapses, yes, but overall the matchup is cookies. Bam had one more point than Vooch did. It's
3: not about the points though.
2: It, it, it's about I... it's about what you do to break the Bulls' defense. Bam going one on one versus Vooch, yeah, okay, it's cookies. They didn't break the defense what broke the defense was when Vooch is in, he's playing back and Duncan Robinson knocks down a wide open three. When Tristan's in, he plays up and, and Dwayne Dedman gets an easy lob. I
3: mean, it's a, it's a, it's essentially like the way, the way we play. Oh, is the way Denver Nuggets run. Old. Except we don't got Nikola Vucevic; We got bam. Cause bam, Bam literally, Bam literally take, takes the ball. Like, like he'll get the ball. Or, or Kyle will bring it up. Throw it in to Bam. Bam stands, free throw line, top of the key-ish. First, first thing you see, uh, first, first thing you see, off ball action. Dun, dun, Duncan is getting that screen. He can't get the screen from Duncan. He'll get the ball to Jimmy. Jimmy will go. He'll probably, he'll probably get the screen from Bam. Hey, if if he if he uh if if he don't take the screen, he might shoot it. Other other times he's slipping, but the the, the the lob is gonna be there, but it's just it's just the initiation.
2: But it's just of, about of it. and to me it's it's more about it's what it, it's more about what destroys
3: No 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 he and he said
2: but to, to Pat point, he did say it's not about points. No, it, it's about what gonna, destroys like, the Bulls defense. Is it Vooch getting faced up by Bam Adebayo? of bio? Does that leave us open for wide open three-pointers? No. What, what killed us last night? What, let, look at it last night. What started that run? And it's the same thing that's been starting runs forever. Uh, what started turnovers. us getting blown out?
3: Turnovers.
2: Turnovers? And wide open three-pointers in the corner.
3: Hey, hey I, I look. I don't got nothing for that. That's just a y'all problem. That that mess. Hey, and look. Hey, I didn't start peeping it till we had till we had Carmen on the show, really. Because that mug was like, yeah, they peeping in the corner a lot, a, a lot, lot, bro. Patty they Mills was living. Patty Mills was living.
2: So hey, so I'm like, so like I'm cool supposed to it. so I'm supposed to blame Vooch when because he can't face up Bam when. That did nothing about wide open three pointers, bro.
3: Kia, Kia, I'm gonna tell you, and this this is why I'm gonna get on you. Watch the way. What did you see the way Miami was playing? Oh, even if they help, PJ Tucker was on the back cut, Taylor Martin is on the back cut. Like, even if they do nothing about that, the whole offense is motion. What you want to (laughs) do?
2: And 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 that's that's what it that's what it comes down to me is you have to understand we, we what you you have to understand how to help the helper. A lot of times, Vooch does get the help. Nobody helps off of Vooch, or nobody helps off of the helper. That's that's the Bulls' biggest problem right now. When the when the and here's the thing, right? They can do it. That's why it's annoying. They can do it. We've seen it.
3: Don't do it all the time. We saw how'd they the last come game back against in a, how Memphis. How
2: do we? How do we cut? How do we take the lead? That's why this is my this is my biggest problem with the Bulls. It's not coaching. It's not offense. It's effort. Yeah. It's not like we haven't seen this team do it. How do we take the lead versus Memphis? Memphis didn't score for four minutes.
3: It, it wasn't four. It was six. It was six. It was definitely six.
2: The Bulls got in, <laughs> and in absolutely the corners because
3: they can't play the pick and roll correctly. Easy rotation, three, need, need better defense game against pick and roll. I mean, but we've been we've been saying that though.
2: That's not nothing new. Yeah, but that's the not player, nothing new. The, the players also have to be able to play it.
3: Hello, hello. <laughs>
2: you know what hello. I'm saying? Hey, listen. Hey, hello. Listen. I could have I could have Tom Thibodeau come drop your defensive scheme if they don't play it. Play right. up, play up, play, play up. up man. <laughs> if they're not playing it right. Hey, you
3: well, can, have the, you can have the best it?
2: defensive scheme in the world. And if players aren't playing it right, it's not gonna matter. Yeah, I mean, and
3: then and then the crazy thing is the reason why they really got behind yesterday early was because. It was, and, and I don't know what was going on, but y'all was really trying to get the ball in the boots. And Jimmy was like, oh, i am
2: gonna take this.
3: Boy. I'll take this. Oh, Demar's getting doubled. Let me get this. Like, bro. It, it, and it's, and also, what has Stacey said all season too. KYP. Know your personnel.
2: Yeah, you got to stick with them. You got to stick like, with them. This when... mugs
3: just hanging around. It's not like...
2: And and here's the thing, right? it's, it's like I said, what the, the Memphis Grizzlies in that run where we come back, we're still running pick and roll. Why could we play it well then? It was still that same pick and roll, come down. They set the double screens. Ja comes off of the double screen and drives ben into Desmond, the bucket. And
3: if you if you were st- if you were stopping Ja, he was gonna kick it out for Desmond Ban for the three. The only difference is Desmond Ban was just off that night. He shot one for seven. Well,
2: well, even, even with that, the double screen came. They came off of the screen. They're driving to the bucket. Steven Adams cuts in, gets the putback. He got eight points that way. Nine. He got like 10 points that way. Right. The Bulls adjusted to that, and all of a sudden, Memphis was struggling. Right. For six minutes. So... We can say, hey, Billy Donovan doesn't make the adjustment. The defensive scheme isn't good enough. But we've seen the Bulls make that scheme work. So what's going – what's the consistent issue here? The Bulls know how to play it. I've seen it. Hey, hey, you can you can say
3: he had to do that, but they won the game, bro. Like that, like no, he that's did, he, all
2: that he had to, Hey, listen, listen. He had to drop forty six to beat us. That's a fact. Like, but right. but even hey, but he dropped forty six. But he even he beat, dropped, dropped forty six. That, that's My is freaky, by the way. He dropped forty six. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Jai had a career high, and he was just cooking, and then he broke it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on, bro. That man last I'm night like, was ridiculous. But but even this Steve-O, he says yes it works but not for the team on the floor yeah no it does <laughs> bro the team bro, on we, the
3: floor played that we, we, we can we can't be watching the same games uh we
2: can't be watching the same games. we can't be watching the same games dog and 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 that's that's my point the bulls Play it in moments, in spurts. when When they're down, all of a sudden it's, hey, let's lock in defensively. When they're down, all of a sudden it's, hey, we've got to get this stop. All of a sudden you see DeMar DeRozan blocking shots. All of a sudden you see Zach Levine closing out to the corner. All of a sudden you see these guys playing up. They're playing the pick and roll perfectly. Nobody's scoring. There's six minutes of no buckets. But then when they get close or when they get a lead, all right, we good. You don't have a good enough team right now because of the injuries to get lazy on that end. You don't have a good enough team because of the injuries to be lazy on any part of the floor. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRosa can be lazy when Alex Caruso and Lonzo Baller on the floor because they're going to rotate out. They're going to play it right. But right now, you don't have a good enough team on the floor based on the injuries you have defensively for you to be lazy defensively. Because you know what? Who's your best option defensively right now? It's a rookie. And he's hit the rookie wall a while ago. And legitimately, you're relying on that rookie to guard the best players in the game. When when who was who was killing us last night? Freaking uh, uh Gave, Tyler, Gabe, Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent and Tyler. Tyler had twenty. Who, who who got switched on? Hey, to? hey, hey, hey and been? look
3: and look and look. Was it Demar Derozan? Billy got Billy Billy, on Billy, to? Billy put Iowa on Tyler. The Heat had twenty three points off the bench last night. Tyler had
2: twenty. <laughs> and 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 that's that's my point. We're 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 looking at hey, and we don't even got off for a bench dog. We're we're, we're no. What I'm saying is all right. You you're missing you are missing one dude and a dude that turned around and got hey, punched hey, in hey, the hey, back hey, That's that. a that's
3: a great dude right there. Hey, man.
2: whatever you you missing Kyle Lowry and a dude that was dumb enough to turn around on hey, Jokic. I don't hey, feel bad at all for you. Hey, for hey, more, hey no, first of all, hey,
3: we in a gr- we in a agreement on that. He he. he
2: uh, <laughs> that is on y'all. And but but here's the thing, with the team that's on the floor. We're talking about a rookie. Billy Donovan is not saying, hey, Zach Levine, I need you to shut down Gabe Vincent. Or at least hold him. Stick with him. He's not saying, hey, hey, DeMar DeRosa, I need you to take over for uh 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 for Io because he's getting hit right now on Tyler Hero. You pick him up. He's saying, hey kid, I know you got fifty games in this, but go guard that dude that's been cooking for four years. Hey, hey! I know, I know. Uh, uh, uh. You you haven't been here long, but go guard the dude that um is probably making his case for MVP right now. That's an effort issue. I've seen Zach play defense well. I've seen Demar play defense well. You can't tell me they can't. Vooch averages like a steal and a half a game, blocks something. What was he averaging during that like 30-game stretch or something like that when he was going off like a steal and a half, a block, something crazy. I get that, okay, Billy doesn't adjust enough or doesn't adjust quick enough. I get that. But you're in trouble if you can't rely on the players on the floor to do their job consistently. Take it back to Tom Thibodeau. Do your job.
3: And the fact is, the fact that y'all still saying, "Oh, we missing these three players," is I, I, I just, I just, I, just feel, like, I just feel like now, that, I just feel like now that argument is just piss poor. It's not like I mean, with it's
2: no, not, it's
3: not, with it's no. not, it's not. But you got, you gotta like, it's I not. feel like Mugs ain't taking into account like.
2: But, Man, but we Ringo, in gotta,
3: it. Like, everybody gotta, got injuries.
2: But Ringo, you yeah. got to look at you, you got to look at the drop off when that player leaves.
3: True, but true, but it's like you said, there are still players on the floor. You get played to play, play. Yeah,
2: you have to. No, no, they have to step up. I I agree with that. It, it shouldn't it, be it, that. It picks, and that's all that, I'm that's, saying. Just
3: step up. That's why I'm I mean, so I, passionate I, about. I, I, I get it that that route. Those are big pieces that are out. Still step up because it, it's not. No, but it's it, not but, it,
2: but here's the thing: it is also when they're back. Are the Bulls the top five defense in the NBA again? That means a lot when you're going into the playoffs.
3: Hey man, I'm I'm just saying, Joe. Just I'm I'm sick of this, bro. Because I know that they can bring the effort. I know that they can. I I've seen them do it, dog. I've seen them do it. They need to just get to it. Yeah. They need. They need to get to it. Like, the, the, like honestly, bro. Nobody cares about the Owen Seven TV record. I, I, it's TV. Mugs lose on TV. Yeah. Every day, every every day we see Mugs lose on TV. But like, come on, man. I don't
2: think. See, here's the thing, right? I don't view. I don't view the the injury. As like it, it's a legitimate thing. I don't view the injury as an excuse. Like if if Anthony Davis is healthy all season, but, but, so, but some is doing it as that though. Like I'm I'm not. I saying
3: don't I don't view the injury as far an far.
2: excuse. I just I view the injury as what it is. Listen, when you go from Alex Caruso, or when when you go from your starting lineup being P. Will to Alex Caruso, and then guys get hurt, and you go from your starting lineup being. Uh, Javante Green at power forward to Derrick Jones Jr., and then Troy Brown is getting all the minutes. <laughs> hey, listen, there's hey, a drop-off in talent.
3: That, Troy, Brown, Troy Brown is out.
2: There, there, yeah, listen, there is a drop-off in talent. Hey, first off, first dude that don't get no more playing time, Troy! Just don't even sign up for the playoff team. Don't, don't even, well, send them hey. up. <laughs> like this. So but it's, it's like this. He can't but cut but it. I agree with everyone who says, "Hey, you've got to show more effort. You have to show me that you can play. You have to show me that on the defensive end, you're going to do what you did when Alice Caruso was in there. It wasn't Alice Caruso playing by himself on defense. It was the team that was top five in defense.
3: That's all I'm saying. That's so what the I'm heck saying.
2: happens in this stretch where you don't have these guys, where all of a sudden now you can't play defense? That's my biggest problem with this Bulls team. I And, and, and I'm also not going to be that guy, like I said earlier, I'm not going to be that guy that says Billy Donovan can't coach. He could coach when we were top five. When we were top five in defense. He could coach then. What the heck happened?
3: I just stopped playing? Bro. Why did not you stop playing? Hey, hey,
2: Mikey, that's a fact. Anthony day-to-day Davis, that is. Hey, man, look. And so that that's that's the and and here's the thing, right? You there's no way y'all believe Billy Donovan's in the huddle saying, "Hey Zach, keep playing defense the exact way you're doing it." There's no way y'all think that. There's no way y'all think that he's like, "Hey Demar, I really loved how you didn't close out on that." The players got to do it. Like, I, I I don't know what else to say. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Rage just hey, said, said,
2: I don't think he's stressing it enough. What, what, nah, what, what, what do you, you Rage, what do you really think he's saying in, in the in the, in the the huddle? What do you, you think he's, hey, listen, we are down 20. This defense is dominant right now.
3: Fam, I can't make you go, I, Rage, I can't make you go play defense.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't make
3: you go play defense.
2: Like I, I don't, I don't get what y'all, what y'all think he's saying in the huddle. Like all of a sudden, he's he's a bad coach. Those are the stars. Billy don't call out his players. He literally yeah, called he, them yeah, out the game in the press conference last either. night. <laughs> hey, look, hey look i get that i get here's the thing i get why i get what we're saying i understand that we want this team to win but we also have to be logical you can call sub okay he's calling in a What's sub. Up, he's taking, hold up hold up he's taking out zach levine yo, he's taking out yo, zach levine
3: yo, you got it
2: you got he's it taking out demar de It. troy brown derrick jones there you go that's how we get in the win Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Ringo left, Ringo left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what we're asking for is hilarious. What we're asking for isn't there. Billy has to call out Demar and Zach. What you want them to just say their name? Like, okay, if you're not subbing dude to play bad, then what else do you do? The problem is the dudes you're going to sub in that play bad are also bad. So would you rather take your chance on Zach Levine going off for 40 or DeMar DeRozan having another 30-point game with 50% plus shooting and poor defense, or would you rather have Troy Brown out there for 48 minutes? Like, let's be logical. Let's be logical here, Bulls fans. Let's be logical. We're not being realistic on what's happening on the floor. We're not being realistic. We're asking Billy Donovan, why aren't you yelling at him? Because it's not the 1980s no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not being logical with what we're really seeing at this point. We're just upset because the Bulls (laughs)
3: lost. This is a team thing, bro. Like, I don't know if y'all not watching the pressers. I do
2: Like, bro. Bro. I, I, y'all. All I say is update your arguments. That's all I say. Update your arguments. Your arguments don't fit. And don't get quiet. Hey, listen. And if you want to be on that, hold that same energy when we're winning. You know what I mean? Muggs, that's Muggs like, that's drive, my favorite part. Mugs don't Muggs keep two that same games down.
3: Muggs hey. drop two games down to second place and the world is over, bro. And This is what I'll be talking about, bro. This is what i have be talking about, hey, like dog. y'all kill me.
2: Hey, it's, it's hilarious, man.
3: Y'all are second man. in the East and, and y'all sway y'all ape. Y'all sway y'all <laughs>
2: Hey, second in the East, and we we're not even in the playoffs no more. Hey, <laughs> 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 dog! Uh, but Boots, I, it, Boots is out for the season. Boots is done. Boots Boots is, is out trash. for the season. And that man on oh, me literally gets a double double on his worst nights.
3: Oh, come on!
2: Hey, it it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I just make the for even
3: worse players, bro. I'm I'm disappointed of y'all today.
2: <laughs> he said. <laughs> Week schedule,
3: <laughs> what
2: a week schedule,
3: yeah, bro. You, you got it, you got it,
2: <laughs> but you play everyone. <laughs>
3: I, it's hey.
2: a week schedule, hey. but you play everyone, hey. <laughs> You gotta be. <laughs> hey, dog. It's your world. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite part of doing this, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. Dealing with fanatics, bro. Dealing with the fanatics cracks me up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, I appreciate y'all for pulling in and showing so much love to us, man. Um, as always, man. First off, once the once the video posts, man, share this thing up. Share this on your Twitter. Share it on your Instagram. Share it on your on your uh, what other what what platforms? They gotta share it on Facebook. I, I, you
3: you can put that mug on Snap, bro. Put the link in there at least.
2: I like Rage and Yelling. It's a 20% win rate against good teams. <sighs> bro. How many times have I said what our record is versus 500 plus teams? How many, how many minutes we got left? <laughs> man, only, only about two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, said, he said, go check. Literally just looked up the record. I'm <laughs> on now. Hey, it's all good, man. Hit that like button if y'all in here, man. Subscribe to the page. <laughs> we appreciate the love that you guys show, man. Hey, y'all crack me up, dog. I swear y'all do. Hey, I love that we can have different opinions on this and keep coming back together, though. I really do. Uh, as always, man, it's your boy, Path of Designer. Make sure that y'all trying to get as many subs in here as possible, man, as we are, because we're giving away this dope to sumo jersey at 12K. Ooh. 12k and then at 15k we'll be giving away this dope unnamed player jersey, but you know it's a My City jersey in it. Oh what? Uh, 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 uh. another one at 20 K. Ooh, so make sure yeah, that we that get this thing nice. I'm not gonna lie. Cheer this thing up, no, it, it's nice. I'm not gonna lie to you if we don't nah, get the yeah, 20K, really charity. Nice. Uh <laughs> nah, man, but we're getting to 25k by the end of the season, man. 25k by the end of the season or by the end of the year, man. Appreciate y'all for pulling. Uh, up as always, man. It's your boy, Pia the designer, back at it again. Joined by Ringo J and the Pettiest Man Alive was in the comments. Uh, can I buy you bot subscribers? Nah, dog, don't do that. Uh, nah, <laughs> I, mean, I want my I want my subscribers to be real, man. I want them to be real people, dog. I mean, I mean can uh-huh. you find me some real ones? Shout out to you. No, no, I no actually, no. Buy subscribers, I, I guess so. No, there are some people to do that though. They buy they buy the bots and all of that, man. They buy the bots wow. and all that. It's wild out here. Yeah. They, hey, I, Hey, we know them. We know those people. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, we definitely know those people. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy got a whole 20,000 person following. He got 15,000 views on the video. Got two likes. Like, hey, that's not how YouTube works. Hey, y'all, y'all stay safe out there as always, yeah, man. Yeah. It's your boy, <laughs> Beth, the designer. Peace.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.